What's up? In the lab, man. You know, give me a couple check checks. Check check. Check one two. Cool. And we are here at another night at Bart's for Mark Talk CLT. I am your host, Tony Peter Face God. Currently here with my co-host for the night, Johnny Lopez. She who will be in and out for the night. And my guest for the night, my dog. JP, I'm not going to say the last name because I can't pronounce it correctly, but I'm going to let you introduce yourself if you can, sir, please. Appreciate you, sir. Uh, JP, a.k.a. Jean Paul, a.k.a. Magical Fox, stepping in. 100%. JP, do me a favor. When I get back, when I get the mic back to you, speak up a little louder. It's kind of loud. Look, I know my, my, my situation is a little ghetto, so you got to give me like a little, a little minute to get my shit situated, but... Regardless, we're going to be here. We're going to have a good time. We're going to talk. We're going to chop it up. My dog JP is in the building. JP, earlier, you came in. You got called out by uh, our owner, Justin. Shout out, Justin, a bar smart for allowing us to be here. But, um, yeah, called out for Justin and your uh, fellow brothers for being a man from Minneapolis. Is that is that correct? That's yes. correct, right? Yes, sir. Uh, myself and the other two gentlemen next to me, we're all from the Twin Shout out, Kurt. Shout out Taylor, aka aka Property. Uh, we 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 actually did a uh, podcast not too long ago with a few other guys, with them included, uh, from Minneapolis. I'm talking about Minneapolis. So again, we are continuing the streak of folks from Minneapolis living in Charlotte and coming here to drink at Bart Smart. So, being from Minneapolis, how did you get down this way and then regale us of your time? being in Minneapolis yourself. Wow. Uh, I'm going to re- I'm going to reverse engineer that and start from the beginning. Born in 85, lived in Minneapolis until a year ago. Came down here to get away from the snow. Uh, nothing but dope people since I got here. Uh, yeah, Minneapolis, man. That, I was just there last weekend. I had to fucking snow blow for 3 hours. Can I swear? Yeah, three hours on Sunday mornings with the snowblower. You were just out there swearing at the snow while you was blowing that shit. So 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 I, I haven't I haven't kept up with weather out there in Minneapolis, but I assume it's still pretty snowy and kind of fucked up over there weather wise. So how bad was it out there? I was there on Sunday and they got about six inches of snow. So I plowed my brother's house, I plowed my sister's house, and then the neighbor. Lady from when I was a little kid, I had to go to her spot too. Is that the worst snow you've seen in Minneapolis? Not even close. Can you re- <laughs> can, can you regale us of the worst snow? Because I know it gets hectic out there yeah, in Minneapolis. So give me give me give me your worst snow day in Minneapolis. The worst snow day was Halloween, nineteen ninety one. I was Batman. So I had some tights on, and we got about three feet of snow in one day. Still made it trick-or-treating. 
So, so y'all was still trick or treating out in three feet of snow. I need, I need my Reese's. Did you? Don't did get, you? Don't get between me and my peanut butter cups, bro. <laughs> Listen. Do not get in between this man and his peanut butter cups. No matter the weather, please know better that we are getting those Reese's peanut butter cups. JP, so you 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 you've been out there since '85. How long you been in Charlotte for? Almost a year. Almost. Oh, so you're still pretty still pretty fresh here. And I think we've spoken about that, you know, since we've linked up here at bars before. But um, so you've only been here a year. But even then, like, did you? Were you telling me you were staying in Florida for a minute too, or was that? Did I make that shit up? I go to Florida a lot. You go to Florida a lot. I think I might have wear that's. And you know I, that brings up a that that ruggedly brings up a transition. You do a lot of traveling, I've noticed, and I don't want to pry. And if it's some private stuff, please feel free to tell me to shut up. But I would love to know um, traveling. Is that is that is that are you are you a traveler? You just do a lot of traveling. Is that for like work? Uh, you know, before I moved down here, it was a big deal to fly somewhere like once a year. And it's like, Get stressed about it and all anxious for months leading up to it. But now, probably fly at least twice a month, mostly for work. But flying more for work has got me to want to fly more on my own too. So it's kind of a, a dovetail. Can can we ask what you do for work? Yeah, well, right now I work in uh, education as a consultant. You said education consulting. What, what is? I don't think I've ever heard that kind of. <laughs> That kind of employment before. Have you, Johnny? Have you heard that before? Mm, no. Education for the educational purposes of the children and youth of America. What are you consulting education on? Are you just consulting them, making sure they're getting their shit together, or like what are you consulting these folks? That's a big part of it, especially uh, in the local school scene here. Um, we do a lot of uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion workshops. With, uh, schools and museums as well, and then like City of Charlotte, we work with them, uh, working on implicit bias training. I mean, that's just like a small slice of the part. We do a lot of business development too for different different companies. How did you find yourself in that line of work? Uh, my mentor uh, lived here before me. Did you did you have any kind of schooling for that, or is that just something you were able to just kind of pick up? No, no, I went to school for business and then worked different sales jobs before that. So, not really. Got you. So how? So being from Minneapolis, going to school in Minneapolis. And then dealing with education here in Charlotte, I, me, me and Johnny can can attest to the school system in Charlotte not being the best. It's, 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 it's. I guess it's done its job. It graduated us, most of us for sure. But you know, it didn't feel any smarter leaving out. It, through your consultation means and ideas, if that's something that you even take a look at. What is the biggest similarities and differences that you've seen and you've experienced with the school systems between Minneapolis and Charlotte? Wow, heavy, heavy questions. Um, definitely a lack of communication between teachers and parents. And when you don't have that, then ultimately the student loses out because now mom's not talking to your math teacher about why you're not 
passing the class until the end of the semester, the end of the school year. Well, not you're telling this kid now that you're telling this kid's parents now that you didn't pass when you had all year to start having those conversations. So a lot of our work is, is both sides. So we work with teachers and with parents to try to get them to talk to each other more, basically establish real, you know, strong uh, communication lines. So, so, and and I'm a big proponent of like communicating any and everywhere. So, so it's interesting that you're saying that there's a lack of communication between teachers and parents. It's very, it's very prevalent, and it, and and especially in this day and age, because a lot of the people who are parents now are kind of people in our age range. You know, you know that that. 35, 40, you know, even the lower lower 30s, you know, we're, we're, we're the parents now. So these badass kids are, are ours for the most part. So I don't want to set you up. I don't want to set you up that bad. Let me see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I know I don't want to. It's a little bit more. It's a little bit more sensitive. But in your in your personal opinion, where can progress be made? For either Minneapolis or Charlotte, you know, let's just talk about Charlotte since we're here now. Um, what, in your personal opinion, can be done that could make some kind of progress in helping, you know, the, the school system do better? You know, well, in, 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 if there is a way to do it, if, if you had to say one. Well, I'm not a, a parent, so I don't want to speak too directly to that. For sure. You know, I don't, my kids aren't going to school here. I don't go to school here. Um, I think one thing that's always helpful is a stronger connection to the community. Both members of the community and the schools that are in the community. Creating some sort of a partnership there is, is what I've learned most about in the work that I've done the last year. That's amazing, and I'm glad you said that because that's uh, that's been um, a, a a running theme that I've been having with the show that we've been finding is that 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 need for community in this day and age. You know, I feel like we have we're starting to come out of some kind of hypnosis where we couldn't trust each other. Or we didn't really want to talk to each other or bother each other. I don't know if that was like social media or like a lot of the memes or stuff like that where they were saying like, oh, you know, I just be by myself. You know, I'd rather do do bad by myself. A lot of the stuff where it's like, I don't want to, a lot of anti-social, pro-anti-social situations, right? But in actuality, you need your fellow man to kind of get you through situations and, and, and kind of help you through. So bringing up that, that idea of needing a community that it takes, you know, it just takes more than, you know, parents in a household. Like you need help. And being okay and open to ask for help, or do you do you find somebody in your position when you're dealing with? I'm because I'm assuming you're dealing with parents and students, and are you are you finding that 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 break that breakdown for asking for help or asking the the asking or I guess yeah ask for help by are are people asking asking the school system for help or asking you guys for help or is this something that you're gonna have to find and now hey. Little Timmy's been acting up in class the past month. We need to investigate. Is that something that you check out, or or, or is that something you, you work on, or, or, or am I in the right ballpark? No, no you're definitely in the, in the right ballpark. Um, part of that is there's some communication going on, but not enough. So what we do um, is do a, like a professional learning opportunity for 
teachers to kind of work with them to understand why it's important to talk to parents about it. And then through that process, they start picking up the phone more, having those conversations. So, yeah, that's where I got the first one. I feel that. 100%. So let me ask you this, JP. It, what what is a what would a typical time in, in your in, in your observation what would a typical time in school for a, a Minneapolis student be like and I guess how would that differ from a Charlotte student uh, well there's I think as I mentioned before a lot of similarities in the lack of structure from parents to teachers and ultimately teachers to students um, Growing up in Minneapolis is probably similar to here as well because a lot of it depends on where you live. There are some good schools, but there's a lot of schools that maybe aren't providing the best educational experience. And so I think it's more common to end up at one of those schools based on a lot of different factors. Um, and I kind of had experiences at both back in Minneapolis. Some schools did a pretty good job and some schools I feel like didn't have any real structure or runway for going to college. So it was just like, as long as you pass your classes, and we'll make it easy for you to do that, you can go ahead and get out of here and you know, go work at the grocery store or whatever. So, did that, did that, did you feel prepared? For the real world after that? Like, like, did you feel like you learned anything? Or like that was just literally like, hey, you did something. Here you go. Like how how were your feelings afterwards? Or how how do you have do you have any feelings afterwards about that? Um, I definitely feel like there was opportunities for college prep if you maybe if your parents were more in tune with it. Because of something they had done. But like my parents didn't go to college, so they always said we need to do this thing, but there was not a whole lot of context for them to be like this is how I understood. So I didn't graduate college until actually last year. So wow. I just finished up. I understood. It took me forever, but a big part of why I struggled in college was math. Because after 10th grade geometry, they didn't require any more classes. Listen. You can take more if you wanted to, but who wants to? Listen, I was nobody. like, fuck that, I'm not taking that class. Let's go, let's go, listen. I'm so glad you brought that up because we can now start a We Hate Math <laughs> club here at this table right now. Math definitely, I feel like, has, has, has hindered a lot of people for sure and it's not so much a hindrance it's just a matter of just not it just just not really fucking with numbers you know i've never really been crazy with numbers you know uh i don't want to put you out there but you know we, 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 we do not get along with numbers let me let me let me ask you uh jp are you um you do anything in the creative arts at all Teaching myself how to play piano, really, right now, so I can start making music. So, with you trying to learn piano, how's that been going for you? Bro, not not good, man. I tried to start with Sanfa. No one knows me like the piano. I got the little chords on the little screen. Yeah. And it was like, I got the da 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 da, and it was like the song goes. My shit was like, 
And I fucked with that for like two hours and just haven't had fun with it since. Nah. See, hey, you know what? I'm telling you, man. It, 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 shoot, right? shoot, but but the thing is, you keep shooting though, and you yeah. keep going. I just had a conversation with a guy at my job today. We were just talking about, um, you just don't quit, just don't stop. Like you know, if you don't want to, if you don't want to continue that day, cool. You don't want to continue that week, fine. Shit, you want to do it for a few months? It's whatever. Never quit. It's right there. You can always pick it up, but you should be actively trying to get better. Just, just learn something, man. It just takes, it just takes the simplest things to just, to just. All it takes, all it takes is just like keep listening, trying to something might click, and then it's like boom, we're in there. Now you, now I know how to play that chord a little better, so I can attribute that knowledge to something else. So this is all about learning, building, getting to it, did you, honey? We just did a podcast earlier talking about uh, patience. How did you feel about doing that podcast? Oh, it was fun. I I never did. Well, no, we did that one podcast and then the other one. But it's always weird, like, talking and, and doing all the stuff. And, like, you and, know. And JP is leaving, so if we don't hear from, back from JP, it's all good. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, it's always, like, I just, I feel like I sound goofy. <laughs> you sounded immaculate. So you have absolutely did nothing my, to worry about. my inner inner intelligence shine it always does especially with your new glasses that you got can you tell us about your new glasses my new glasses are from zenny optical zenny optical yeah i think i like them it's so weird because like i haven't seen this in depth in so long like years like it almost feels not right Mm. like it almost feels better to not wear the glasses but i think i just got to get used to them for sure and there's well, a cute dog behind us named Larry. Larry the dog is over here scraping for scraps. <laughs> and he's going to find them too. Uh, my dog JP has left the podcast. I'm not going to bu- bother him to come through. So I might go ahead and wrap it up right here. But in case we do start back up, I'll leave it as a cliffhanger. Maybe a part one, part two. Let me do the cliffhanger sound. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Is it a return? Nope, nope, the return is here. JP, you did give me the sign. I, I didn't know what was going to happen. I was about to wrap this motherfucker up just just now. I was literally about to. I was like, oh, man, he left. No, 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 no. no. I, I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't. No, no, no. I wasn't. Unless you're ready. Unless you're ready. I got Because, you know, I always got to get my people their, their, their last minute words and, and all that. So, you know, again, um, before we wrap it up, if we're ready to get up out of here. Uh, JP, again, appreciate you taking time to uh, hang out with us this evening. Uh, give us any of your last words, anything that you're working on, anything that we can expect from you, anything that we can do to support and, and, and do for you in the community. And, uh, of course, you know, your social media handles and all that cool shit. Uh, the floor is yours, sir. My social media is not hard to find. JP underscore Galtier. G-O-U-L-T-I-E-R. It's not that exciting. A lot of pictures of bicycles some dope music on the stories but uh, always trying to share your shit get your awareness out there um, always looking to connect with folks in the community you know as I mentioned I'm new here so my network is still pretty small um, I do want to give a shout out to one person from the east side I got a business card. He had a business card. I'm serious. Lisa Dodson, vice president of the Star Insurance Group. She is the homie. I met her last week. 
I saw her in the work event, business meeting, and then I saw her here at Bart, so I know she's the yeah. yes, we, we, we chopped it up, and she's, she's good people, so. Well, listen, cool me. let me make sure I see this since we, we, we are giving shout-outs for the free ski. Alicia Dotson, the, the the homie, vice president. It's, it's, dope, it's dope that she's the vice president. Shout-out Alicia Dotson. Uh, is it a sister? Yeah. It's a sister? Shout-out sister Alicia Dotson. Alicia Dotson of Star Insurance Group. I need some new insurance, too. I ain't going to hold you. I might need to holler at her. We all do. Yeah, no, nah, I ain't going to hold you. I really do need some new insurance. So, Alicia might. Damn, she the vice president. That she, that means she can give me, like, the low-ski-low-ski insurance. Okay, well, look, Alicia, all I'm saying is you definitely got the free podcast shout-out from JP here at uh, Mark Talk CLT. I, I, I'm Tony Peter the face guy, so we can have a conversation about getting some cheaper insurance. We definitely have to have, to have that conversation. But, JP, appreciate you uh, coming through having a conversation, sir. Definitely appreciate your time and effort. And uh, I can't wait to see the other things that you got coming out for us, all right? Thank you guys for tuning in. Good night.